Dad, it's either FTCR or Radio Disney. Hello, everyone. I am FDA. And I'm Jonathan. And we're here for another episode of um, Sonic Says. Um, unfortunately, we are anti-Guardian-less and uh, Shuku Weapon Tron-less. We've uh, spent a while trying to get this recorded, but scheduling conflicts and the such. Maybe we have to keep on pushing it back. And we say, yeah. you know what? You know what? We've pushed it back too far. We're going to do it, damn it. We're going to show who's truly dedicated to this book, this franchise, Mr. Flynn, <laughs> Tracy Yardley, all these people. We're the dedicated ones. <laughs> So we're the ones who never have anything else to do. We're yeah. always available. <laughs> we're the ones that don't want to spend time with their families, their wives. Nope. Yeah. I'm kind of now. pathetic. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> we're awful people. Um, so in this episode, we're going to finish off World Unite, starting with Sonic, uh, the, the Sonic Battle Book, and then World Unite issues 9 to 12. Um, first thing, as you said in the last episode we did, we were just talking about our thoughts and feelings on the Archie situation. Um, few things. Uh, and we said we said we kind of put that to rest, unless something worthwhile of note came up. <laughs> and then, and like in the past week, it two always, things. It always happens. You know, it always happens. Whenever I do, whenever I do like the Marysville radio show, yeah. and like we talk about something, the second we stop recording, an hour later, more information about that will come out. Like, damn it, what can we? We already look like idiots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, so as we said. You know, we, we toyed about, you know, the idea of IDW maybe purchasing Archie or, you know, something with that. Some sort happening. of thing where IDW is the one that is printing the books and selling them. Yeah, so I think we, we hypothesized should Archie go the way of the Dodo, it's likely IDW would be the one to pick up those licenses. Because maybe, maybe not the most profitable, but everyone knows Archie. You know, it's yeah. a digest sale. It'd well, be, it'd be any... I'm sure. I'm sure, like a Marvel or a DC wouldn't care, but a company like IDW, yeah. Dark Horse, Boom could could benefit from using the Archie characters and or Sonic and Mega Man. Some yeah. licenses came with it. And IDW already has a, rela- a working relationship with Archie Comics. They print uh, archival books for them. Um, well, IDW print Archie archival books. Yeah, they they print uh, they print print they print um, like old school like collections like oh Ar- Archie like, really old Archie books, and then, like, artist edition collections that are like, okay, Spotlight on Dan DiCarlo, Spotlight on Stan Goldberg. It's weird how I do that. We do that for, like, DC as well. Like, yeah. they've released, like, like the um, newspaper, like, Batman stories and stuff. It's kind of weird how yeah. they also, DC um, do that, you know? <laughs> um, they've done Mr. Miracle. They've done an artist edition, like a... I used the term artist edition like a couple sentences ago, but I didn't. <laughs> I didn't use it properly. Like the artist edition, uh, I guess collection of artist stories was what I meant. But they were doing artist editions, which is um, for Mister Miracle, which is a, D- a DC Comics book, New Gods book, Jack Kirby. And so what that is is they got as much of the original artwork as they could. They blew it up to a, a nice size. And you can look at Jack Kirby's actual, um, like, pencils and, uh, I believe, Rick Goyer's inks? Some, uh, airs? So, someone's inks over, like, the, the actual page that they put, like, sent into DC Comics oh, cool, to cool. get, you know, finalized and stuff. So, um, they do stuff like that. But, I mean, the, the working relationship between Archie and IDW is already there, so I would say that... 
if Archie couldn't sustain themselves, it would be a it would be a there there'd already be a step towards it. Mm. And and I guess so two things that have, have come have come up. One is is kind of strengthening that bond between Archie and, and the WS companies. Yeah. And that is in celebration of Archie's what, is it eightieth anniversary, seventy five anniversary? No, it's not the seventy fifth. It's gotta be like eighty. No, you know, it's they can't be older than because DC just recently celebrated well, their seventy fifth. Yeah, because it was like Batman seventy fifth, like last year. So yeah, Archie wouldn't be. Yeah, maybe sixty fifth. Maybe, maybe no, sixty fifth had already happened. That's it's got to be like seventy fifth. Okay, then. because the sixty fifth has been like ten years. Okay, well then again, we forgive us for not doing research for this, but essentially Archie has some big milestone coming up, mm-hmm. and as um, a celebration of them, IDW are doing a month of variants. So it's Archie theme variants for their like Ninja Turtles and yeah. Transformers. Yeah, the, the Transformers one is actually done by a uh, Sonic alum, Andrew Pepoy. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's Archie driving Hot Rod and Betty and Veronica. There, uh, well, Optimus Prime is standing in the background. Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. I like it. It's I, really it, cool. it looks it's awesome. Pretty, pretty cool. I don't understand what Veronica is wearing. Something uh, weird. I don't understand American fashion in general. So everything that's, that's they, not American fashion. That's like uh, I draw comic books, and I think that would look cool on a person. But it's like well, it's weird. <laughs> so I mean, again, yeah, so that's obviously shown they have a very strong relationship. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that we talked about is if that were to happen, we'd obviously want Ian Flynn and Tracy to make yeah. the jump over. Which there are there are precedents. Of them hiring people that had already worked on franchises like Simon Furman for Transformers, Transformers yeah. uh, Turtles with um, Eastman. Eastman came, Eastman came back. Yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So uh, Larry Hama and GI Joe. Like Larry Hama has his own book to write. That's GI Joe over there, and it's a continuation of the Marvel book. Yep. So there could very like if I mean, it would, they it would, got it, they could hmm. do a Archie continuation. It would probably be like an issue one, but it would. Um, know. they they brought back Transformers and GI Joe at like issue eighty one and issue oh, really? one hundred and fifty six. I think I can't remember where. I that think is. they should because I think I'm not sure. How, I think I had this conversation with somebody, but could Archie Sonic be the highest numbered? It is. So, yeah, I, it is right like, now. Which um, that's I think, I'm sorry, I think that's cool. In fact, that obviously, obviously, it's only because things like reboots and you know yeah. they, they go back to issue one for no good reason type of thing. But the fact that they sunk the Hedgehog comic book is the longest running numerical issued comic book out is pretty impressive. If um, I think Spawn is the one that's right after that, but I don't even know if Spawn is still being in print. I don't think I don't think Spawn was continuous though, as well. You know, like Sonic's been in print. Yeah. every like there hasn't really taken breaks. Yeah, you're right. I mean, monthly Sonic Sonic hasn't hasn't stopped. Yeah, I, I, I like I can't recall if it was late or anything either. Well, I mean, like, but, I, I mean, like, not... printing issues are one thing. Yeah. Like, it's the arch as they've been like we're putting this on. Hiatus, yeah. R.I.P. Mega Man, for like a few months to bring it back, what have you. But yeah, and so to get back to my point is, um, coming up with Ninja Turtles, uh, one of my favorite... One of everybody's favorite. favorite. Well, after after Mega Man, once mm-hmm. again, R.I.P. Mega Man, the current IDW Ninja Turtle book is my second favorite book. I, get. I can't wait. The yeah. current storyline they're doing, I, I can't wait to see what happens. Issue 50 comes out this month. 
should be should be amazing. I think um, I think what we're seeing this issue and what we'll see in the next couple issues justifies everyone using hashtag Flynn for Mega Man. If you have not already tweeted that in some capacity, yes. you should feel like you're failing the human race. You should or or, or adopt my my own personal hashtag Flynn for everything. Just hire him, you fools. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, and also they they had a book called Nickelodeon Ninja Turtles New Animated Adventures. Based on the Nickelodeon show, it's not even called that. It's called. No, 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 it used to be. Now, yeah. now, now they rebooted it. Okay. And it's like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, like animated adventures or something, um, which just came out. Amazing it's, adventures. Amazing adventures. It, it, it's pretty much the exact same book, only they felt a need to rebrand it, which is whatever. That's fine. Because animated adventures doesn't sound as cool. I don't. Know. I don't know. But either way, the solicits for issue five, which I believe is out in December, yep. shows that our uh, very own Mobius is old. Ian Flynn is writing a backup in it. Um, which again, it's just it, it, it shows that at this point in time, he you know he, Ian IDW are aware of Ian and he yeah. has they have a relationship. So should you know not you know should the worst happen and IDW have to t- pick up Sonic, they they know who he is and yeah. he, they've hired him before. So that that shows to me that that's a good sign that should that book's called the IDW that Ian Flynn would most likely work on yeah. it. See, and I think this is a very impressive thing in general because I don't really usually think of people working in Archie branching out and going to different com- companies. It's usually people that have worked on other companies go to Archie. Well, I think at this point because they, <laughs> Archie... Have, cancel two of his books yeah. you know he's like I need to write more books now well I mean it's it's not even it's it's not even like the gumption of going it's just you know I, I can't think of anyone else besides John Gray that have you know broken out of Archie and gone into other things well, I've been well, really wanting this to happen to IDW, which that, yeah. that, that, that may have helped Ian you know and um, you know who's doing the uh, I believe the art in his backup is uh, Mega Man Comics. Chad Thomas. Chad, uh, Chad Thomas. Well, Chad Thomas has worked on that on that that book in particular for a while now. Chad yeah. Thomas has done work. He worked on the um, the uh, regular IDW book, so he's he's had a relationship with um, IDW for a while. And um, comic books, if you know, if you have connections, mm. it, it helps you a lot more than just being like that, that's... like Ian was a really really like awesome example of like a fan being like, hey, here's my work push it, push it, push it, and getting in. But, you know, it, like, a lot of people, um, it, it, it always helps to have somebody be like, yeah, I like this guy, you know, I know him. Mm. Once again, um, John Gray, then, like, an associate editor at IDW, which I'm sure helps. Um, you know, is he had a, an associate editor at IDW? For the um, Disney books he is. Really? I think so. I didn't know he was that high, wow. I think so he's, he like, is. associate... Because he's doing something... He's, he's like, an associate editor at... Well, he recently, he recently his Twitter profile lists yeah. him as like an associate editor, something he some some like editor <laughs> management at IDW. He doesn't currently have it listed as Archie from last time I checked. Well, if you look in our beautiful battle book, <laughs> it should I believe it should say that I think he, I think he's assistant assistant editor, editor uh, Jonathan H. Gray. Yeah. yeah, which and again because uh, Paul Kaminsky is now working the Superman books at DC, yeah. maybe if he. I forgot over. about. It. I was like, you yeah. got a connection there. Go to DC. Go Fix to DC. Superman. Go to I mean, Superman. I would love. I I would love Ian to do a Superman because I always, no. already think that his uh, early Mega Man, like his early Mega Man, feels like a good Superboy. I have. I've been saying for a while now, ever since I saw um, Tracy at a convention. Tracy at a convention drew the four Ninja Turtles. Yeah. 
I'm saying I I want I would love to see those two in a Ninja Turtle book. Oh yeah, because I think I think Ian could write. It's a shame it's only a backup, and and no, no disrespect to that book, but it's a shame it's the, it's the Nickelodeon because he has to they have to tie it into the Nickelodeon yeah. show, so that they, don't, they, don't really, they can't really put their own spin on it, you know. Which I I think I, I said you know I I'm loving what Tom Waltz is because mm. he's the main writer on the main Turtle book. I love everything he's done. I think that book again after Mega Man, my second favorite book I get mm. every month, but. Should he step down? I'd love to see what Ian could do. With so that something book. happened to him. Should uh, something mysterious happen? To, no, no, I was nothing but love for Tom Walsh. I want him to. It's, you know, yeah, I, I, now he's I never going to be on Turtle Say. <laughs> Turtle Set. <laughs> I don't know. Turtles Quip. I don't. There are so many Turtle podcasts out there. Are there? Yeah. Could we not even make a dent in their viewership? I don't know. Should, mm. you, should we try? I don't have the energy for this. <laughs> TJ and I still have to make that Megamon podcast we've been threatening for a while. You only have three issues left, man. Two now. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, though, though, that was kind of our this little um, additions to that last podcast about, you know, show the future. Again, Archie are, are about to come out with their new Jughead book and all the other books. It's, yeah. Their future is hopefully looking good for Archie. Which means that they'll start treating Sonic maybe a bit, be- a, a bit better. Yeah, which is, it's it's like, uh, I'm going to New York Comic Con this year, and this is the first year in a while that Sonic is not, like the Archie Sonic book, that Archie action is not going to have a panel. And they've got three people going to be there. They got, um, well, at least three people going to be there. If you're going to be out at New York Comic Con, uh, go visit Matt Herms, Jennifer Hernandez, and uh, Ryan Jampel, they're all going to be right next to each other too. Uh, but you know, it's it's strange because it's going to be the first year. And in check a while. out Jonathan if you're there. Yeah, I'll be there Thursday if you want to see some guy who doesn't look that nice and is just standing in front of people that work on things that he loves. I don't. No, that's a hero's card. We pretty much stalk Tracy and Ian's boots yeah. for like three days. I I like walk away and and you guys like. Like become you and Flynn's favorite people, and you and Tracy shows you like secret things. You missed that. You missed Ian Flynn announcing me and TJ as as his hired goons. I was like, I have to go spend time with my wife. Luckily, and that's I where I left my wife at home. <laughs> she didn't get in the way. Be to be fair, your wife would have probably been bored, <laughs> way bored. No, those anime, those same with anime stuff. She would like that, but she wouldn't have cared about like the, the she would have been entertained books. for like an hour she would have liked it for a day she yeah. would not have liked to have gone there for three days could have gone for a fourth I could, well you and I we went, we went back on Sunday when yeah. no one else did we were the only one that yeah hmm. yeah buddy um, so yeah so it, it's just showing you know um, if it were to go to IDW it's all good it seems that some of our fears in that podcast have been yeah. dispelled based on what's happened which is good so again Probably won't happen, you know, because the, the new series is coming out and... Our speculation has grown stronger. Yeah, well... Kind I, of. I'd rather Archie just keep it and then just give us... Have, give us more trades quicker with yeah, better quality. I, I believe that's... Fine. That was what all of us agreed on. Yeah. Except for TJ, because he was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but uh, let's move on then to the first book. It's Sonic World Unite Battles, issue one. And if you didn't know, uh, whatever this is, Arcade Block... Which is a, a loot crate, loot crate style type thing. thing. Yeah, did a variant of it, which is which is very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also a 
uh, two-page splash cover. Well, to be fair, so is, so is the main. So well, the main you know, he w- yeah. <laughs> but it's by Tracy Ardley. Um, it's got a uh, a classic game art coloring scheme, and it's like Sigma's face in the background, and Sonic and Mega Man running from him in a Genesis portal. Mm-hmm. With that nice t- checker box. Uh, well, checker box yeah. for Sonic said on the back it had like the blue border that that your Mega that oh, your Mega does. Man NES games would have. Huh. Pretty sweet. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, um, battle, Sonic Battle Books, issue one. The first one is Sonic versus Three of the Deadly Six. It's um, Zavok, Xena, and Zor. And you know, I would say this. This is, has really good art. It's really good art. So it's right. It's right. Written by Joe Enos, art by Tracy Yardley, colors by Matt Holmes, so the Dream Team. Yeah. Back again, and letters by Rachel Deering. The artwork is really good. Oh yeah. You know what, there's something that I'm not sure if, I haven't noticed it before, but I'm not sure if Matt Holmes does it normally, but Sonic's muzzle, whenever it goes under his eyes, he doesn't use a black outline for the muzzle. Well, yeah, he does that, he does that uh, on his cheek, on the, on a couple page, a couple pages further on, Mm. uh, when he's falling on station squares, wet ground. Which I like, like, (laughs) I I don't, that's not something, I, I, I don't think he does that in the, in the main. Yeah, it it it, feels like something... New, or we're just ignorant and haven't noticed it before. Uh, also, do you think Tracy did inks on this? Because there isn't an inker listed. Or do you think um, that the inking was done by Matt Herms? Like, the inking is part of the coloring. You know what? We'd have to ask one of them. I, I, would, I, you, would you go to Neil Comic-Con and see Matt Herms ask him? I'll shove this in his face and be like, Did you do did that? Did you do this? Did you do Don't this? Don't Herms! We trusted you. <laughs> you were the chosen one. <laughs> you were the chosen one. But basically, they just they disappear out of nowhere. Then they just kind of punch Sonic through a Genesis portal in the station square. And it, it, there's nothing really clever about this. No, it's, it's, just, it's just they just beat the crap out of Sonic. And it's that's it. just a fight, and the Deadly Six aren't terribly entertaining. It's like Xena has. Xena and Zavok have a back and forth about her getting dirty. That's her her outfit getting dirty and stuff, and it's not funny. It's just as one note and borderline offensive as it was in Lost World. <laughs> yeah, know? and it's like Zavok finds this extremely funny, which I find reason. out of out of character for the Zavok we know from the game. Yeah, it makes no sense. Like, why is he he fe- he literally fell down laughing? Yeah, there's there's one line I love from um, Zor after like Sonic some some people getting um, electrocuted, mm-hmm. and then he's kind of gloating, and Zavok just says, "Now Zavok, while he's gloating, please," and Zavik just like smacks Sonic in the face. <laughs> but like. <laughs> The problem with this is, is that, like, we know for, for story reasons they have to... Sonic has to lose. I haven't got yeah. a problem with that. It's just, I don't find it particularly clever the way they, they just kind of... They just kind of take control of some of some badniks and, like, crush him. I... Like, I don't really get what's going on here. I like that as a move, but I, like I don't that, understand... I like that, gro- I like that yeah. grounder as one of them. Well, Colored, it's like, like, A-O-S-T-H. I really like this last page. I think it's... I think it's really neat, but it doesn't... Like it, this isn't going to stop Sonic. Like it's just like oh crud, the the it, it's I'm getting crushed. You he would clearly spin, spin dash, dash out of this. Which um, again, like my problem is that the Mega Man fight, that is one of the best things ever. The way yeah. they they take they, they make him blow his own brains out. Like that is so cool. And this is just like 
they kind of trample him with robots. Okay. I think that Ian did something really great in that story. I wish, and, you know, no, he really... Mm. Like, no no offense to No offense Joel to Joel Enos, but I kind of wish Ian had wrote this. Uh, you know... Uh, well, it's, it's just like, he, he has so much more to live up to in this story, since the Mega Man defeat was so good. Yeah. That it, it really sticks out as not being... And it doesn't help that the next two are two of my favorite stories in either of the bat- battle books. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, and the third mm, one is my, definitely my oh, favorite yeah. of I'm, all I'm going to go ahead and, and say, overall, I think the Sonic battle book, the second, the second and third stories are really, really yeah. strong. But because of how kind of weak I think the Sonic one, I actually prefer the Mega Man book. I think, I think if, if you're going to rank these in terms of what's the best story, the Sonic one... Like it's, it's story three is the best story oh, yeah. out of all th- um, six stories, mm-hmm. but the Sonic one it just I, I don't hate it. It's not it's not like the worst thing ever. It's just really like that's kind of weak. It's kind of yeah. it's kind of disappointing how they defeat him. Although it it does go off, it does like go off with a, a whimper and then end with a like oh man that was really good. Whereas I feel like the Mega Man one went off with like yeah, and then it like went down. Because I, I was not as impressed with the second two stories. In I like the last one. I, I The second one is kind of like, I don't care. But I really like the Robot Master one. See, and the difference with this book is that uh, those both are like fights we get a little hint of and just expanded. Mm-hmm. But these are like completely, the, the next two are completely new parts of the story. True, almost. but also I would say... The, like I, th- I feel like they further characters and they further... Um, I, I feel like... Especially the third one furthers characters and mm. develops kind of a relationship that you want to see more of. The second one's like a completely new thing that you don't you don't actually you get mentioned, but you don't get any like little bit or little half scene of it. I would say though the ones in the Mega Man book are more important to the plot. Like as much plot. I would say as much as I again beat for beat. So the two stories we're talking about, the first one, it's Sticks versus Roll. Yeah. And then it's Knuckles versus Proto Man. Yeah. As as the way they're written, the way they're drawn, everything about them, these are more entertaining to read than um what's it, like Silver and X versus what's his name? Yeah. And then I like Robot Masters versus um Sonic Man. But um those two like you you need those as part of the story. Well, these you don't obviously really. you didn't because they weren't already printed in the book. Well, to, to be fair, you, you do get bits of the Robot Master yeah. versus Sonic. That is there. Mm-hmm. That just expands on it, as you said, which I like. It. That's a good moment. See, it's it. like the difference between the last two. Well, I guess the last one is it's somewhat in there, but you don't actually get a hint of it. Really, it's like that scene happens in in the book, but you don't see Mega Man and Proto Man breaking off. Um, you mean Knuckles and Brawl Man? What did I say? Mega you said Man? Mega Man Brawl Man. I meant Knuckles. Um, so I, I I feel like it's... They hint at it. Knuckles has a line in the yeah, story. It's like, like both oh, of these are hinted it's at. It's like uh, Knuckles goes, oh, Brawl Man's stronger than he looks or something. And then there's a bit when this one... Which we won't... Well, maybe we should... These are like the deleted scenes, whereas yeah. those are extended scenes. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it that. Yeah. I'll give it that. I'll okay. Give it that. So, so um, this is Six vs. Yeah. Row, written and drawn by Ryan Jambo, inked by Rick Bryant. Colors by Elena Ungler and left is by Rachel Deering. I love Jam Paul. I I, I I am so happy that he's drawing, uh, that he's he's uh, he drew this issue of Mega Man that just came out. 
I like, I loved his Mega Man characters. Um, oh yeah, it's you know this really so it's like Ro gets this letter to meet mm-hmm. her in the um, trainer simulator, and then I like how we get in there and it has the light. It's all dark and the lights go on. And then you see a bunch of the bigger enemy robots from the Mega Man game. Yeah. Like you get like the snakes from Snake Man stage, the giant cats and stuff from like Woodman stage and what have you. See, I like this. I just I don't understand why it isn't Sonic stuff. I if it wasn't Roll, I would have more of a problem with it because we don't actually see Roll fight any of this stuff in the main book or in the games or anything. So I, I think this is like like finally Roll gets to show her stuff against like Mega Man game level play. Mm. But if it was like Mega Man doing this, I'd kind of like him to like to see him going up against like Sonic stuff mm. because we're not going to get that anywhere else. But I think it, it it works for me because it's roll. I think it also works because I think just Ryan Jample is more experienced than Mega Man. Characters. That is true. That could be the reason. That why. is true. I like. It's not. <laughs> it's not like a thing where I'm like, ah, oh, bless it, Jample. It's like you know, I I love this. Why aren't these bad nicks? Why aren't these bad nicks? Just do bad nicks. Everyone should have bad nicks. Uh, there's a great thing. It's what <laughs> he goes in and sticks fires like this, like a rocket at her. And Ro blows it up with her broom, and it, the um, other might appear says kabroom, then like asterisk, and then the bugger says broom. Get it? I'm funny. This is funny. It's like Jam Paul is is reading this to you, and I love it. <laughs> You've got a big bearded uh, uh, storyteller in front of you. But the whole thing—it's pretty simple. Just that you know, um, it, it looks like Styx is trying to destroy Roll, and she does mm. things like you know. Tries to drop it on a pair of spikes. Rolls. There's this really awesome kind of splash, splash page. page. Well, you know what? My first image of, of her on that thing, it's Kiki from Kiki's Delivery. I mean, too. <laughs> the broom. Yeah. There's things of her, like, attacking various enemies from different Mega Man games, like uh, Mets and um, the Snake from Snake Man stage and stuff like that. I just flying around looking angrier and angrier. And it gets to a bit... Oh, she, she breaks through... Look, you, for people forget that. Roll being a robot, yeah, she wasn't built for combat, but she's clearly yeah, going to be she's strong. Still a robot. But she just like breaks through like a metal wall, you know. And then, <laughs> are you laughing at Ker Beaver Boom? I'm like, okay, where are you hiding, you crazy Beaver? That's Mister Beaver to you. And then, Sticks fires a rocket that blows up, and then <laughs> there's a thing that says Ker Beaver Boom that that's crushed out, and then there's a a thing from Sticks saying Badger, I'm a Badger, I'm a Badger. It says a badger boom underneath that it's so goofy I love this yeah. stuff man and then it turns out that um, Styx is going after the broom because she thinks it's it's a secret agent yeah. you know I wish I wish that the boom book could have gone on longer so that Champol could have written for yeah. it wouldn't that have been nice which um, basically you know it's I mean just... I mean, there are parts of this where I can tell that an artist wrote this because it's I, I feel like a lot of it um is a lot it, a lot more visual, but it's mm. it's just supposed to be a fun. Book, well, it, it, it's, a, it's a seven page goofy fight. Yeah, I'm not you know like I think. Um, so I mean and to get to the end of the story that you know Sticks thinks the broom is a traitor, but then Roll I like this Roll kind of outsmarts with saying the uh, broom is a double agent. It yeah. thinks you know it's it's only pretending to be evil, which I I, I like this one. It's weird because um when it came out, um, Ryan Jampo was kind of I guess he made the possible mistake of, I guess, responding to every type of, yeah. of comment about this. 
And it seems like a lot of people were just like, she's fighting Bruin, that's dumb. It's, it's awesome! Like, but I'm like, for me, it's it's, it, it's completely in character with sticks, yeah. you know? The, 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 the problem is, though, because this came out mm-hmm. after... After Act Two, I think yeah. um, the the whole notion of sticks mentioned fighting a broom like four times. So like, so like I know going in, it's like I know it's a broom. Just I, of reading I hated how much they mentioned that in in the book. Well, you know what's funny? I think Ryan Jambo said he had. Um, I think at some point they weren't aware these would be like canon or anything. Yeah. So apparently Ryan Jambo didn't know that Ian had written it into the story until he'd read the you know the books. Really? Yeah. I guess Ian knew what was happening, what have you, but it's yeah. kind of weird how he sticks us make like four references, like three or four references to like fighting a broom. It's like one would have done. You one would have done. Like, this is such a. Like, I think this is my second favorite, to be honest. Like, I, I in, just. I love Jample's art. I think it's funny. In he terms, tells great jokes. In terms of pure artwork and fun, this is probably the best. Yeah. In terms of. Because again, cause this is so goofy. There's no real stakes to this, but mm-hmm. it, it's just fun to read. In terms of in terms of actual fights, I still yeah. put Mega Man versus the Deadly Three and the one we're about to read as better fights. But if I, if I think of like, if I was to show, they like, also add more to the overall plot. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. This I mean, uh, this is completely. I mean, again, I'm not I'm, I'm not putting down uh, Jampo, but like this is it's just a completely superfluous detour. In, in the story. Which sometimes that's the best kind of detour. But again, you know, this is this is one of the most... Ent- I mean, I'll take this over Sonic gets trampled by bad necks or... Could we just get X. 14 pages of this <laughs> instead of... <laughs> also, I, I would have I just had another seven pages of Stick's face changing. I love Rose face. There's moments where I do like, love she, like, face. she like gross fangs and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> She's really mad. <laughs> I want the splash page of Ro and the Broom I want this as a poster. Like, yeah. if I could buy the original artwork oh. of this, I had I would buy this without a, shed, uh, without a hesitation. Looks so good, so pretty, Looks so good. But that's the, that's the second one. Then the third. Um, story. Oh, I, I also want to make another note. Did you see the um, Evan Stanley's? Evan Stanley did the uh, layouts for the cover that you have in your hands. The cover. Uh, I'm looking at the. I don't think I don't really? think she's credited. Yeah, it just Cause, says because Jamal Peppers the, did it. Yeah, the regular cover there says cover by Jamal Peppers, Phyllis Novin, and Ben um, Hunziker. But doesn't I, say anything about. Evan I Stanley. believe that Evan Stanley did the layout support because she put it on, put the original layouts on her blog, and she did a version where. Um, if you see Sonic is in the middle of the front. He's kind cover. of doing the Sonic Heroes pose. Yeah, that used to be, sticks holding a broom. I would have loved that cover. I would have bought two of that cover. I kind of like this one. They just have sticks kind of just smacking Zoma on the face with a, with a boomerang. Yeah. I kind of I like that. But, um, yeah. So, the third and final story, Knuckles versus Breakman. Writer, Alea Baker. Pencils, Diana Skelly. Inks, Terry Austin. Colors, Elena Ungler. And letters, Rachel Deering. The colors on this are really pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Diana Skelly's um, art is really kinetic, which is really, really nice. I think Diana Skelly may be my favorite, one of my favorite, like, Knuckles drawers. When, when he's, like, when he's getting really angry and, and, like, punching things, Yeah, the expressions on his face, especially when we get to, like, the third page, 
are just so good. So this this takes place during the um, the climax of plot of plot um, part two of, yeah. of arc two of World Unite. After the um, Deadly Six have made all the Robot Masters turn on everyone else, and we get hints of it in the main book, but this is the full on Knuckles versus Breakman. And Knuckles is like, you know, I don't want to hurt you, but if you don't stop, I'm going to have to. And and uh, there's some moments where Breakman is saying, you know, I I haven't got a choice, neither do you. Yeah. And then he, he's basically explaining how the robots are powered by solar energy cores, and Knuckles says, so what? You want me to block out the sun? Well, it's like, it's... Aaliyah Baker is writing really dark undertones in this, because... Breakman essentially says, "You should kill me right now." And it take. I love that it takes Knuckles like a minute to figure it out, and he he goes from really confused to really sad to really mad, really angry. And Just, he pulls he pulls a TJ. And goes, "What are you stupid?" Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a nice moment here because like that's what I kind of like about Breakman and um, Breakman slash Proto Man. He's incredibly pragmatic character. Yeah. He's just whatever needs to happen to get the job done. Doesn't matter what it is, and he's like, "If you don't stop me, there's a chance I'll kill everyone." So you kind of need to kill me first. Yeah. And then Knuckles just, and I'm, I was, I was, I was weird about because I, you know, we'd heard before we knew the situations, we knew what the, the fights were. Yeah. And so you hear Knuckles versus Breakman. They're both like, you know, they're um, both have very similar characters. Red loner guy. Red, red loners, you know. Um, and so I was kind of thinking, like, as um, Proto Man is one of my favorite, mm. my characters, but Knuckles is the same with Sonic. So I was like, in my, I was like, I hope Knuckles wins, just because <laughs> Knuckles is awesome. Um, but I was like, I could, I could see them, I could see, cause again, at this point we didn't know who was who was yeah. writing what. Was like I could see for story reasons, Ian, if I could, I, thought, I assumed Ian was writing all the all the stories. Mm-hmm. Like, I could see Ian making Proto Man win hmm. for like <clears throat> plot purposes. But, this would be a weird marital issue if it was like, I believe Proto Man should win. No, I believe Knuckles should win. And they just sleep in separate like rooms for a week. I'm going to Heroes Code of Argue next year. Um, and there's also bits of just Knuckles just pummeling like Proto Man's shield. My favorite, favorite panel is right here where he's he's been thrown off the shield and he's got his knuckles into the ground scraping and his all of his is is like spikes are like going like, forward yeah I love that oh continue <laughs> but I just but it's like you can see how like the movement is so uh just like so great in this the artwork so basically knuckles is just like stop being a coward and stop being a quitter and try you know yeah, yeah like, for my Pokemon basically goes like my programming won't let me, and Knuckles is like, stop being, stop being an idiot and try, you know. And it gets to a bit where I think he puts it more eloquently what? than you are. All this, which is funny to say about Knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like there's a moment where like just this as Knuckles is about to um, knock Proto Man, and I think that's maybe the first time. Uh, we we see uh, one of Blues's eyes, but, you know. Oh, I don't know. Which, which normally normally he's always covered up by sunglasses. Yeah, that may be. Um, I'd, I'd be curious though if that was um, there was any issues with Capcom about that because hmm. there's never been any. As far as I'm aware, there's never been any official artwork with Proto Man. Like there was this. Wow. There was this big thing where like because we'd only ever seen him. I mean, in the comic book we'd seen him without his hair, but like mm. before that in the games you'd only just seen him with his helmet on. 
like with his like the visors thing, and then um, so I think like um, Inafune drew a picture yeah. on Protoman about his helmet, and that was the first time he'd seen him without the giant sunglasses, which <laughs> everyone was like, you know, oh, that's kind of funny. Yeah. So I, I wonder if that's that's a, a question I'd like to ask because um, Dan Scaly or, or one of the writers to see you know if that was the ever issue, and just as Knuckles is about to knock out Protoman, Protoman is there with the break his program and the go of his shield. Yeah. Which I like that because it's kind of. It, it, I like this. It, it kind of says I like the winners. It says knuckles, but like they, they, they both won. In, in a hot. There's a there's won. like a heartwarming like hey guys we both won here like a kind of a broy moment. Mm. Yeah. Um, another another sh- shout out about colors. Um, these clouds, like in the beginning, mostly like how dusty and like like uh, like they look like they're like burnt. And and you know, the thing about this though is that this uh, this seven pages just shows you how much you could do. Yeah. Because that, that's one of, one of the biggest complaints about the artwork in Arc 2. It just looks boring the, the whole yeah. time. Just... Well, and th- that's why I brought up the colors again. I, I was on uh, Matt Herm's Tumblr, and Matt Herm's did a color test for Archie number one. He didn't get the job. I wish he got the job because I love Matt Herms. Because mm-hmm. and he did a great job. You guys should check out Matt Herms Tumblr and uh, see his color test. But I looked at the final inks for Archie Number One, and the like. The first page is him outside Riverdale High, and then the colored and Matt Herms added in the clouds. And last episode, or at least the last episode, we talked about Worlds Unite. We were one of the big problems we had was that the sky was so just blue, just empty, and had no like. And I think clouds were the biggest thing. Clouds are robots. A lot of there, there was empty blue. Yeah. But it's like if it's the colors. I'm wondering if it's the colors' job to add in clouds now, because maybe. Um, and we're gonna get it to it like right now, but. The next issue opens up with clouds and mm. stuff in the air, um, but I, I just, um, you know, maybe uh, I, I, it was something I was just unaware of, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, it's possible, but I think in terms of the battle, it's not about, but pretty, you know, good stuff. Yeah, uh, again, I, I, I think possibly my favorite one is is maybe the Mega Man Deadly. This is how dark it ends, how dark it ends. But I love that. I don't know. Um, those those last two, I just I I I, I could fun. reread those oh, yeah. like over and over again. I want I want if you're listening listening Ryan Janfo, please draw and, and cut a twenty two page Sticks versus Rose Broom <laughs> story. Director's cut. Just, yes, director's yeah. cut. Hardcover. Have force Archie <laughs> to hardcover that, and we will buy we will buy as many copies as it needs as to we get can that done. Until we're both officially yeah. bankrupt. <laughs> but um. So here we go, World Unite issue 9, Sonic Universe issue 78. As, as we do nowadays, let's get the uh, credits. So written by Ian Flynn, pencils by uh, Tyson Hesse, inks by Jim Marsh, colours are boy Matty Herms, letters by Jack Morelli, um, I think that's... Colours, letters, yeah, okay, that's what it is. So the uh, main cover is by um, Stairs, of course, and then there was other um, covers by Jamal Peppers, and um, Jim Marsh and Matt Holmes, and of course the uh, covers unite variant by Ben Bates. Covers unite. That's what it's called. Is that what it says? That, that's what that's what they call it. The covers unites. I like that. Covers unite variant. So this one opens up with at the end of the last world, we have, you know the Street Fighter characters came in and the uh, 
the heroes were breaking off into different teams to go and um, go through different Genesis portals to find new heroes to help them yeah. fight um, Sigma. So, so right off the bat, I like we were not as happy with the art in the first two arcs, except I for, liked I liked you know, I, I didn't I to be fair in yeah. arc one I liked it. I think you and Bobby were a bit. Eh, I liked a lot of the art in Act One. In Act One, I liked I, I I liked it. I just it wasn't my favorite art. It was like it I was, wish mm. I feel really bad about saying things like oh I wish I wish someone else drew this because you know it, it's someone's dream to draw Sonic. I would want to draw Sonic. I don't think to be yeah. fair. I don't think um, I forget the gentleman's name who drew. Uh, the guy Dan Schoening, yeah, Dan Schoening, yeah. I, I think I think I've read somewhere where he just viewed it, he just viewed it as a job. Like, oh, yeah. I, I don't think it was like I gotta get on Archie Sonic. I may be wrong, but I think I remember reading something about that. It was just okay. like it was a so job. I, it was know, a cool job. Uh, no, but um, <clears throat> I don't know. I I didn't like it, and then Arc Two I was less uh, infused infused yeah, about. Arc Two is where you can tell it, it's just padding. Yeah. So so right away we get Matt Herm's beautiful colors because I feel like the colors in the last arc were a little more bland, flat, flat. yes, flat. Because uh, I mean it's just so vibrant. It's it's beautiful. It's like you're walking into a video game. Hashtag Herm's for every color in Joe Weber. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Are we just going to hashtag everything? E- everything for everyone. <laughs> hashtag everything for everyone. <laughs> So it opens with um, Sonic and Proto Man have gone into the, have gone into Miracle World, the world of Alex Kid, where there's um, there's a robot, there's a Maverick, Mac the Centipede, and Alex and his companions instead of kind of just beat the crap out of it. I and I I played Alex Kid for like what five minutes, I, and it's a really boring game. <laughs> I I love that uh, like I love the rock paper scissors like this makes it so. Tyson Hess makes it so cute. Makes everything in this book so cute, and I love it. You know what? You know what? A weird vibe I get when I look at the Alex Kid. I, I just think of Steven Universe. Maybe that's why I like it, it so much. Like Steven, Steven he Universe. looks like if um, if there was a Steven Universe fight. Uh, oh, who's that kid who played Scott Pilgrim in the movie? Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah. Don't you? <laughs> He's got like Michael Sarah's hair, doesn't he? I like. I think it's cool that they have you know Sonic and Alex Kid shaking hands because Alex Kid was Sega's first mascot yeah. before they realized he's a terrible character. I secretly hate you. You <laughs> stole my thunder. And then you know Sonic explains what's happening, and then they go off, and then we get to the world of Ghosts and Goblins. I've never played this game. Have you? It's really, really hard. And oh, I thought you were going to say it's really boring. Yeah, no, like it's, no, it's really uh, Ghosts and Goblins. is one of those games. It, it's fun, but it's hard as hell. Um, and then we have uh, Zero and Bunny. Come in and they're fighting um, Jamil and Zane, who are and the Firebrand, who are part of the Ghosts and Goblins world. No, they're not. They can't. They can't let me trade. They're from uh, the Mavericks. I I don't know who these Mavericks are. Me neither. There's <clears throat> there's a nice touch though, where because um, <laughs> they're dressed like knights. Yeah. Um, Arthur thinks they're knights and they're <laughs> not, and so he gets hit, and then like in the game, he goes into his underwear. <laughs> That's I, what he, they do that a lot during this arc, and I love it every time. It's really, it's really kind of cool. I like how at this point, like, I guess, like the, the the demon god of ghosts and goblins is like, what well, this is this is terrible, and he he tell he sends um 
firebrand to go with Arthur. Yeah. Which is a common theme we'll come up to where like a lot of the, hero- the villains are like, if he destroys the world, then I, I can't, can't destroy, destroy the world. world. <laughs> yeah. I love Arthur putting his armor his on armor really slowly. On. Uh, it's just like, <laughs> I've never played the game, but I get the sense that he's not a very good hero. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get um, Knuckles and uh, Tempo going to the world of Skies of Arcadia. Do not know anything about this game. You don't either. One thing. One thing I want to point out, though, is that the um, Akai. No, I want to point out. Okay. Let me go back and find that person. The letter to Jack Morelli. Apparently, all of these, all of the uh, kind of logos for the games, he yeah. hand drew. Awesome! I it, love this guy. Yeah. So apparently, like you know, because you would assume they would just use you know like yeah. versions of the logos. Apparently, he. Had, I remember. I think. I think Matt Hermes may have said that on Twitter. He was just like, "Hey, really? you know, FYI." Awesome letter, he hand drew all those logos. That's what the, oh man, Rick Bryant, we love you. Jack Morelli. Jack Morelli. Who's Rick Bryant? He's yeah. another, oh god, cut this out, please. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. And so this comes in, and um, again, I don't know too much about these characters, but you know, these Skies of Arcadia characters <laughs> come in, and, and they, they're they trying to fight um, Tidal McCoin, and then Knuckles comes in and says, hey, we should go do this, I guess, okay. And then we cut the Street Fighter. Which... Ica looks a lot like Sticks. Yes, but I think a lot of people, and you know, she even has a boomerang. Yeah, like Sticks. I think a lot of people like that's just that character from Skies of Arcadia. Also, I love, I love, uh, I love Knuckles with the thumbs up. <laughs> then we go to Street Fighter with Sticks is with the Street Fighter characters, and they're fighting a uh, Magma Dragoon. And there's there's a nice bit where. Uh, and then there's a nice little gag where like there's Ryu and Ken standing behind the Unity engine. Because the, the big thing is the Unity engines are being placed in these worlds so Sigma can take their energy and yeah. so the heroes have to go in and recruit heroes and destroy them. And then there's a nice moment where like they go, okay, let's get ready. And then in the background they start destroying it and I'm sure Ian did this as a, as a thing but it looks like the bonus stages we'd have to like, destroy cars in Street Fighter. Oh. I kind of like that. I just thought it was funny because they're kicking a machine. <laughs> I, I mean, this whole page is really funny because Stick starts off on, on Guile's head with pom-poms and then picks up uh, whatever dragon's head and puts it on her head. <laughs> then um, the darkest thing in this final arc, I believe. What, with uh, Blizzard Buffalo? Yeah. With M. Bison. We get M. Bison and... If this was not a robot, that would totally be blood and guts. There's a nice bit where there's a buffalo's end. Bison is like, who, like, what do you think you're doing? He doesn't, he doesn't answer. Well, he goes, I'll never interrupt an artist. And Bison is <laughs> grabs him by the throat. I will not ask again. <laughs> he, like, oh, you know what? I'd love to see Ian write a Street Fighter book. Yeah. I think he gets Bison so well. Like Bison, I think is one of my is one of the best characters in this arc. Sad that we only get like two pages in the whole arc with him but this page stood out with me like oh, I, this like, page is amazing it made me so giddy I had to like I believe I texted you right when I read I it I like, oh my god yeah. Bison's face is he's like ripping out um, Blizzard Buffalo's throat and there's like gears and oil going yeah. everywhere <laughs> it's like well then this sig- um, and Blizzard Buffalo goes you know Sigma sent us to take fuel from other planets and he goes well then the Sigmas and the full attention of Shadowloo. <laughs> which I think I brought this up in the earlier part. My first and my um one of the first animes I ever watched was the Street Fighter Two yeah. movie. Um which I had to tie it into Sonic somehow. Uh Shadow voices uh, Guile in that. 
current, current Shadow, I don't know what voice has gone in there. But in that movie, they called it Shadow Law. But I guess in the games, it, it, it should be called Shadow Law. I guess it was just like a yeah. mistranslation. But because growing up with that, I think that Shadow Law is a much cooler sounding name than Shadow Loo. Because in yeah. England, in England, Loo's toilet. So they're by saying, the full attention of Shadow Toilet. Not that cool. Did we really just go on a tangent for that? <laughs> I, I guess that inspired me to not say Lou around you, Good. or else you'll just talk about it for five minutes. <laughs> and then we get to, this is why I wish Bobby was here, because we get to Nights into Dreams. He was so pumped about this. Yeah. We get this nice moment of uh, Knights and Riata are kind of um, being attacked by a Storm Ego and Storm Owl, and there's some really some nice dialogue where... Uh, Knights goes, these bird brains don't play very nice, do they, Rihanna? And she goes, we were dueling before they attacked us, you child. Yeah. <laughs> I love Rihanna. Like, Rihanna's just design. so annoyed. Rihanna's design and his um, dialogue is so good. I like Knight. Like, I love Knights. Knights is so cute. Like, I... Like, I... I don't know. Um, Tyson Hess, do you, do you approve of me being like, everything's so cute, I just want to <laughs> hug this comic book. <laughs> But it's like I, you know, I like I like cuteness. I don't know how nice it seems. Like a child's like, you know, what to go tells and tells comes in, tells an airman, yeah, come in, and tells explain what's going on. And I said, oh, that sounds this sounds fun. Want to come along, Rihanna? He's like, no, <laughs> I came to fight you. Remember? No. And then I get um no. I guess um again, I'm not too familiar with knights, but I guess Wiseman is the big bad, yeah, of the knights universe, and he tells um Rihanna to go along with them. And then Knights has these big puppy dog eyes. It's like, I'm going! <laughs> and then we end with uh, Sally and Woodman. Isn't it, isn't it, I don't know if you want to call it ironic, but, you know, Woodman goes to the one with the woods, and Airman goes to fight in the air. You mean that was deliberately planned by the, the author of this yeah, book? Yeah, the writer. Yeah. It's, it's almost like he decided which characters would fit best in the franchise he was sending characters towards. Hmm. hmm. Woodman wouldn't know that there's woods here. <laughs> Airman wouldn't know that there's air there. There's air everywhere. Not in space. <laughs> they could have gone to space. Poor, uh, poor Tails and Airman would have not they, known what to do. They can breathe in space. They can breathe in space all the time. I believe that was just very, very high atmosphere. I mean, he's clearly in space a lot of uh, time. I don't know. <laughs> We he get, shouldn't. We go to Akami and um, Blizzard Wolfang is fighting Amisterisu? I don't know. I've never played this game. Me neither. Everyone tells me it's really good. And, you know, basically the same thing happens. They're fighting someone. The Maverick gets destroyed. And then uh, Sally's like, you know, we need to go do this thing. And apparently there's some weird, like, symbol and Jiminy Cricket thing. Paintbrush. Paintbrush. Painting. Jiminy Cricket. Yeah, no. It end, it ends though with um, giant Sigma about to um, take out the uh, Sky Patrol because, of course, Sally, being the great you know planner tactician she is, leaves uh, Comedy Chimp, Cream, and uh, Fastidious Beaver with there. She left. She left one. She left one viable fighter, Flashman, yeah. with an underage child and two cowards. Ugh, She's Sally, an idiot. Why? Sally's why? an idiot. You should have stayed dead, Sally. She was never actually dead. She was in a coma. She was she... dead to me. Why did you make me love you again, Sally? 
<laughs> Damn you, Ian yeah. Flynn! Really funny uh, off-panel by uh, by uh, Bill Freiberger, who I believe did all the off-panels. Rock, paper, scissors, boom knuckles versus Alex Kidd. <laughs> I, I believe that writes itself. It does. It does. Um, and then we get to World Unite issue 10, Sonic Boom issue 10. Ooh, that, that matched up perfectly. Like, they planned that. Yeah. I don't Woods. know if they did or not. World Unite Part 10, Justice Across World, written by Ian Flynn, pencils by Tyson Hesse, inks by Gina Marsh, colors by Matt Herms, letters by Jack Morelli. And it opens with um, Styx and Mega Man X going into the world of Monster Hunter. Which this one is kind of a... Uh, it's kind of funny because recently Monster Hunter, and as you see in the pages, they brought out DLC for Mega Man and Sonic-looking characters. Yeah, I had no... I, I thought these DLC characters were actually... Um, uh, what's it called? Sonic um, and Mega Man? <laughs> no, uh, uh, Hunters. X-Hunters. Uh, Maverick <laughs> Hunters. I was like, why are there cute Sonic... Uh, like, I just don't understand what's going on. Yeah, and they're, they're fighting um, Agile, Violin, and Surge. Which, again, I don't really know who these characters are from, from the X-Series. And they're fighting Gore Magala from Monster Hunter. Have you played Monster Hunter? No, I have not. Okay. The, the Mavericks get destroyed. I apologize. This issue and the previous one, most of it is us going, I haven't played these games. Like, What's going on? The art's really pretty. It's written really well. We really like it. These um, cat things are cute. This cat thing, and he has like a, a like a rush head on a stick that he uses to fight people with. That's adorable. What did he do to the rush? Did he like? You don't want to know. Oh golly! Uh, then Sticks kind of says some gibberish to calm down the giant monster, and then we cut to uh, Mega Man Rush and Amy Rose going to the world of Biddy Hatcher, and then we see uh, Biddy Hatcher, Roddy Roll, Chick Pulcher, and Bantam Scrambled. Fighting uh, Wind uh, Crowrang. I've never played Billy Hatcher, I've but I've always loved. Level. I've always loved Billy Hatcher. I bet the first level, the gameplay wasn't for me. I think, oh really? I think Billy Hatcher may be the last time Sonic Team tried an original platforming IP. I like. I like the look of it. Like it looks fun. Was it not fun? As you know, my my biggest interaction of that it's watching uh, Sam Kumi Johnny's review. He was like, it's 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 okay. Okay. That depresses me. I thought it was like art. You can play it. It's not, it's not Unleashed. You're right. Only Sonic Unleashed is art. I love Unleashed, so. Uh, and then I guess they get attacked by Dark Necrobat. And the Biddy Hatcher. There's a. This is. If Bobby would say he may he may bring out some of the, uh, the artwork at the moment where Biddy Hatcher, I guess. Hatcher flying Rhino from an egg. Yeah. And there's a moment of Amy looking up in the air. And she goes, did, did you just hatch a flying rhino by yelling at that egg? Yeah, so Bobby tweeted, like, little things where he's like, I, I like this art, but there are moments where I'm like, I don't know. Tyson Hesse gets, I mean, we, we saw, you know, nothing new. We saw this in, in some of the previous artwork drawn by them. Um, but it sometimes it gets really cartoony. See, I didn't, like, to me... Bobby was like, look at this. And I'm like, that's perfectly fine. That's adorable. I love that. And then he's like, but look at this. And I was like, that's also fine. And then the, he the points one, out... The one, well, the one of Amy, it's just, it's... It's not so much the artwork's weird, it's that, it's that the angle of her face would yeah. look weird from any... From the angle, she's looking straight up in the, in the sky. Well, it's like and the she, way their muzzles are designed, yeah. it would look weird. It would, anyone drawing it in that angle, it would, it would look weird. Well, and it's like, 
he pointed out that Amy and then Mega Man in the next panel where he's just like uh, two eyes and a mouth. Well, it's because they're basically being spoken to by God. <laughs> Mega Man's like, what is this? But I, I was like, dude, it's he's supposed to be drawing it weird because it's supposed to be funny. He's making more of a joke out of it by, yeah. you know, drawing funny faces, which is one of the things I love about Tyson Hess. I love the the very, very cartoon style I, I like the uh, little jokes every once in a while in the facial expressions. Like, it's very emotive. It's very, like, his, his characters are very, like, hyper. It's, it, I, I, I really like him. I think it's very nice. Very nice. Very nice. And then it cuts to um, Flashman getting the uh, cream comedy uh, champion for City of into the escape shuttle. There's a nice little back and forth. It goes, hurry, every <laughs> Flashman goes, hurry, everyone, to the escape shuttle. And the studio beaver goes, can't you stop time? You're not doing much to help. Flashman goes, I ran out of energy keeping us alive while grabbing the care emeralds. What's your excuse? Low, low blood sugar. Low blood sugar. <laughs> um, actually, it's low blood sugar. Can we, we need to, next time we see Mike Pollock, we need to have him say low blood sugar. <laughs> <laughs> and then as they're trying to escape, they get saved by who else? But Metal Optimus Sonic. Prime. Optimus. Superman. Batman. Captain America. A metal sign with the uh, final Chaos Emerald. Which is like, hooray, final Chaos Emerald. We know what's going to happen. And then we cut to, uh, it's Rota and Bubble Man in the world of uh, Panzer uh, Dragoon. So, I'd like to point out, Rotor is so awesome in this first page of this part, but they still lose. Then I believe they're the only ones that you know somewhat lose. He was, these he was stuck in Bubble Man. That's why. It's it's just like, but no, look, he spun around and did that thing, and that looked so cool. I I don't know why they're the only ones that you know, like lost a little bit. Or well, they they lost it. They still get to destroy it. Well, I it's know. Just they. Uh, it's all Bob Man's fault. That guy sucks. Bubble Man. You're bringing Rotor down. He needs he needs his profile raised a little bit, and you're not helping. And then we get to um, Hard Man and Beat the Cat in the world of Breathe of Fire Three. Breath of Fire Three. No, again, I'm sorry, but no idea what any of these people are or what's going on. Oh, that you? Yeah. I just don't know. Whatever, it stuff happens. But then we get to a really awesome one. We Antoine! Get, we get Shadow Man and Antoine in the world of Golden Axe. This first panel, he, he Shadow Man is so annoyed at Antoine. And Antoine well, is who just... Who wouldn't be? Who wouldn't be annoyed by Antoine? I, I love him. He's just like, he's like, you know, I know I'm awesome. And he doesn't even, he doesn't even back it up very well. Now, be following my lead, I am having much more of the other dimensional experience. By hearing <laughs> Sonic's tales of going into other dimensions. Perfect. And then we get uh, Gideon Thunderhead, who's uh, fighting fighting robots. And then we get a and uh, the, the, the like the, the the continuation of this page. Antoine is just nervous for the, the rest of it. Time. And then we cut to uh, Axe Battler fighting me, Gareth. Yes. Is this Gareth, an accurate? Um... Gareth is Gareth is a, a there is a Mega Man um, robot master. There's a robot character. I believe one of the. Maybe in the X series there is a character called Gareth. I like to imagine Ethan put this in in honor of me. That's what I can I can only assume. Yeah, he's got he's got a nice beard and glasses and curly hair and 
Then he gets he gets his arm cut off by a, a naked barbarian. Naked the barbarian, naked as he's the, called. Naked the uh, barbarian man. Naked the the woman barbarian woman. And then Tyrese Flair comes in and fights uh, Bacania, which I don't know who these characters are, but I'm already dead in this story, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, uh, we're I'm, done with Worlds Unite we're now. We're done, we're done. You know, maybe we're, we're, we're ending now. Maybe we're ending now. Uh. <laughs> now, Beautiful Joe. I've never played this, but I know of it, at least. Yes, Beautiful Joe. And uh, I like there's there's this kind of... I don't know how Sticks gets to be in so many of them. She says, plot hole. You mean Genesis Portal? Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> and then Beautiful Joe and uh, Sexy uh, Sylvia. See, um, you can say sexy in this book? That's the character's kind of name. I'm never getting this again. Archie, you've gone too far. You've gone too far. you got uh, Sticks fighting Stink Chameleon and Axel versus Volt Kraken. And then they transform, which I never played Beautiful Joe, but it sounds like an awesome game. I, I know. It's a really fun game. It looks really cool. <clears throat> and then there's a moment where... They realize that uh, <laughs> one of them makes a joke about that they've been waiting for, for a sequel yeah. for a while, and then goes, "Oh my gosh, you guys break the fourth wall too!" <laughs> and then, um, and then everyone return. Well, Cream, um, Sonic, and Breakman return, and then they explain what's going on. They have all the emeralds, and then um, Sonic says, "Get everyone back here now. We're about to about to do some stuff. Do it to it. Do it to it." Yeah. I want to make a quick comment. Um, after we did this, after we'd read these two issues, Jonathan and I had, had a couple of, of conversations about this, and I honestly believe those two issues should have been the um, the uh, extra books. Yeah, because there's, I mean, you can you can you can make the case for the the fights not added much to the plot or anything, but you we really didn't need to see them collect everyone. No, it was really, I don't know. There's. There was no... Besides getting everyone, there's yeah. no plot development. I guess besides yeah. the, the sky which, control which, it, It's weird because we complained mm-hmm. about... Arc, okay, I would say these two issues are filler. They are two of the most entertaining fillers I've yeah. ever read in my life. Oh, yeah. But they're filler. Uh, but it, it, it's a case of Arc 2 had so much padding and filler it was just boring. These two issues are not. Given the choice of these... like If I had to choose between filler like... like Collecting all the heroes, mm-hmm. or pad- pattern of let's fight all the Mavericks, then let's fight Deadly Six, then let's fight each other. Okay, I, I I'll take these two, but I I think I think it would have been better to have, I mean, especially like these these Sonic and Mega Man get being defeated by the Deadly Six. I think those could have been in the book, you know, and you know, I, I think a lot of the the battles should have been in the main story, maybe a bit shorter. Yeah, you know, like maybe maybe we didn't need seven pages of Knuckles versus Breakman, but we, I would have loved to have seen that story in, in the mm-hmm. thing. You know, um, I think you know you could have taken out a lot of the uh, the pattern of the second act to put in some of these stories, yeah. which some people may argue would have just been putting padding in as well. But I would, that, that's more entertaining padding yeah. than what we got in most of Arc Two. Yeah. Well, and it's like you get to see different places too. Like my biggest problem is you're on top of the Sky Patrol yes. for the majority of that and this on top of the Sky Patrol is not an interesting place. You're below is the unified world and supposedly the unified world is a mishmash of Mega Man and Sonic and we don't get to see that. You know what at all. Feel, you know what it feels like it feels like like a TV show or a movie where they say we're going to go 
2. You know, you know what it feels like? It feels like Gremlins 2. The big, the big thing on Gremlins 2 is the Gremlins in New York. Yeah. Which sounds really expensive. Yeah. So it's the Gremlins in New York in one building instead. So much like, we're going to take Sonic and Mega Man to a unified world of their worlds, of their worlds combined. But really, we're going to stay on, a, on an airship in space for four issues, you know. Yeah. So we don't have to draw the world below. That's kind of what it, what it felt, felt like to me in a way. Yeah. I don't know. This arc is a huge improvement. Like, oh, God, you know. Mm. It, it, this this book, I think, you know, if anything, it ends on a high note. I would say, if my hypothesis or my my analysis is uh, premature because we've got two, two uh, issues left to well, talk about I would as well. say just those two issues again, while I think they should have been the spin-off books, yeah. those two issues are much stronger than the, the whole of R2. Yeah, which I think that there's a testament to the artwork helps. You know, mm-hmm. like as good as some of Ian's writing was, some of the artwork. I mean, I, I didn't hate all of the artwork in Art Two. I think it had some good stuff here and there. Well, like, and the Mega Man characters were fine. The Street Fighter characters look great. Yeah, unfortunately, the Sonic characters look quite bad. And it's like with this book or this this act, I you know, I can just you know flip casually flip through this. And enjoy it. Oh, the, oh, oh these um, instead of you know I you know for the things in the last arc that I really enjoyed, I'd probably have to you know dig more. Well, so I I don't I don't know all these characters, but just from thumbing through it, everyone looks on model. Yeah, which is just a testament to uh, you know the, the artwork. It's just really really. I mean, Tyson <laughs> Hedge did, did amazing work in this. But yeah, so let's let's go on to uh, World Unite issue eleven. So on the uh, Sonic the Hedgehog issue two hundred and seventy-five, wow, we've made it that far. We're almost at three hundred, Jonathan. I'm gonna feel so old. By the time I'm thirty, this book would have gone to three hundred issues. Hmm. Good for you. A <laughs> hundred. Uh, it'll be. It'll be uh, thirty issues per. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Uh, whatever. Ten issues. So moving on, um, World Unite Part Eleven, Killing the Giant, writer Ian Flynn, pencils by Tyson Hess, inks by Jim Marsh, <clears throat> colors by Matt Holmes, letters by Jack Mor- um, Morelli, again standard cover by um, Spaz and Matt Holmes, variant cover by Edwin Huang, Lima Wells with Rick Bryant and Matt Holmes, Tracy Yardley of Terry Austin and Steve Downer, Raphael Knight and Ben Bates. That's a lot of uh, that's a lot of people. people. What well, was like? Bunch of covers. Bunch of covers. Oh, yeah, there was like, there was a, yeah. A, and I got them all. Of course you did. I know. I'd be surprised if you I got didn't. two of the Tracy one, too. Because that one was beautiful. I don't think I got a Tracy one. It was uh, all the main I'm looking cast. at it, yeah, it's. Uh, one. Maybe. Yeah. But yeah, so this one starts. We have all our, we have all our heroes together ready to uh, take on Sigma. See. This I have to say that that's a derpy looking knight on, on the first page. There's a that's a weird expression. I imagine knights going So knights just turn into sardonics, okay. <laughs> and then so, the lovely knights <laughs> And then we get to the second page with this kind of splash cover is what they attempted with the robot Mavericks. Yeah. But it didn't work. This harkens back to the Robot Master 
Splash in Worlds Collide. This is amazing artwork. Yeah. Which you get all the heroes attacking, you know, just a, you know what this kind of reminds me of? The end of Turtles Forever, <laughs> where Shredder becomes a giant and yeah. they fight the giant robot oh, suit yeah. in that. Well, and there, there, are, there are tiny little details that I really like in here. Like, uh, Rila is glaring at knights. Guile is staring back towards Bison, M. Bison, because he's shown up in the ba- like far back. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, there's, there's detail in here that is much appreciated. And there's a great one of, of Cream is is flying, carrying. Uh, Flashman and Woodman, and Woodman's <laughs> face just looks like he's scared for his life. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, um, Roll is being carried by Gemeral. Uh, Gemeral, I feel like you know, there's, there's, there's... is 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 Comedy Chimp and uh, Fastidious Beaver riding down on an umbrella? Uh, I think they are. Yes, that they is are. amazing. There's a great bit where um. Bison and his uh, lieutenants arrive, so uh, Balrog and Vega. I don't see Cigar. I'm not sure if they put Cigar in here. But they, um... No, no, no uh, Cigar, just Balrog and Vega. There's a nice bit where um, Bison arrives and, you know, Ryu screams at him. And she goes, calm yourself, Ryu. Sigma made the mistake of threatening my world for the moment I fight alongside you. He's like, hmm, okay. Yeah. Now we get back to the whole Eggman... Wily um, Xander Payne Xander Payne thing and this is the first time in this story that I feel emotion in Xander Payne and I think that has a lot to do with Tyson Hess uh, being able to emote through his art because before I was like what is what is wrong with, with uh, Xander Payne he's, he's, it's like his soul is drained out of him but this smirk at the bottom of this page justifies like everything he's just all like you know what i'm leading you around for now but you guys are gonna die and i hope you do well if it was just just yeah he's just saying like you know if i have to sacrifice you too okay sounds pretty good to me it's just that that evil like happy about your possible demise is 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 just so perfect mm. um there's also a really great eggman and wily <clears throat> Uh, bit where they're like, oh well, once we get the uh, the master engine going, we can create reality, which will be sweeter, godhood or getting our way, or revenge on Sigma. Oh, I plan on making a reality just for revenge on Loop. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get, see, now we get a couple pages where it's just um, them destroying stuff. But again, unlike unlike the pages of, of mindless violence yeah. in arc 2 there's personality to this, to this the artwork it's stuff like this when it's when you when you have constant pages of just of just um, battles and fighting artwork can make all the difference yeah well and <clears throat> Matt Herms is uh, coloring for the backgrounds oh, yeah. and how how the colors alternate uh, on this just this first page yeah, every, every panel is really isn't, beautiful every panel isn't just a bland blue as it was it, in it's like two. we start with like a, a uh, horizontal line then like an explosion and then and, this darker you know, so, sometimes they'll actually draw the background in yeah but sometimes the other ones didn't but we, we, get a, we get a bunch of just you know them destroying robots and we're seeing different you know heroes and villains work together here's a sword themed panel here's a 
Here's one's with electricity. Here's one where it's all gone. Boomerang panel. Air. Yeah, the boomerang. I love Knuckles and Ken uppercutting a robot. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I, I do like that, like, each panel is themed. Which, again, Ian did that a lot. I, I mean, I'm sure that's Ian writing in this yeah. panel, which is... It's weird how it, it, you just didn't get that connection with the um, the Mavericks. Because, yeah. again, in um, the Rock Master, you got those, those so many... They would pair them up. It's like Knuckles was constantly fighting, like, Stone Man or, or like, yeah. Concrete Man. You know, <laughs> you had Blaze against all the fire ones. My favorite... My two favorite ones are still... SBO and Shadow Man, they both like bow to each other before they start attacking. And you have Vector fighting Stigma going, You're a disgrace to reptiles everywhere. <laughs> I mean, stuff like that was just awesome. And again, like, there's not there's not a lot of dialogue here, but like, you do get a lot of, of you know them working together. And again, the artwork is just. There's a really good one of um, Sonic and Metal Sonic working together. Um, which I think, dude, if you want to go forward another few pages, there you go. No, oh, you. you, you pushed way past me. No, it's the Rivals page. What? It's the Rivals page. That's why I like it. It's great. It's like, uh, I'm uncomfortable shooting with well, you, you know what? I, I love that Sonic smile, the fact that he's working with Metal, with yeah. Metal Sonic. Mega Man doesn't like the fact that he's working with Breakman. <laughs> like... Well, I like that there's a contrast where Sonic can have fun, but Mega Man's yeah. like, this is job. We should be taking I, this serious, I guess right? It's like night, and then they have Knight and Rihanna. Knight looks like he's having the time of her life. And Rihanna's just like, kill me now. <laughs> Why do I mind my son? So it goes from happy, uncomfortable to. Uh, ah. I love it. It's great. Oh. <laughs> and they basically they, they destroyed the giant the giant robot. There's a nice moment where like everyone's like, we won, we won. And Stick is like, high fives. Yeah, and Rich is like, eh, I knew it was too good to be true. And then Sigma 3 arrives. And he basically even more sigma, even more sigma than fun. He just starts destroying everyone. Paintbrush guy gets taken out. Yeah, and dragon gets lifted, and I don't know who these characters are, but it's cool. Yeah, it's not like a Mega Man run to get the um, the Chaos Emerald, and there's a nice moment where Vestidious Beaver is just. Writing in the dirt, last one in testament. I fastidious beaver. And right above him, uh, comedy chimp has this beautiful face. Well, he gets, of um, like of like concerned constipation. Well, it's cra- it was uh, cream goes. Um, someone goes. Has everyone got the emeralds? And cream goes. Yes, over here. Everyone's very brave and helping me guard them. And uh, Crimson goes. Um, yes, all of us very brave. Fastidious <laughs> beaver goes. I never took you for a pathological liar. And just as um. Sigma is about to kill Mega Man X and, and, and has Sally, Sally already dead. We he's kind of holding up Sally's like it looks like her like lifeless body. Yeah, yeah. It's basically, very dark. kind of like we all knew it was coming, but just like worlds, but like worlds collide. This issue ends with um, Sonic and uh, Mega Man in the kind of super states. What's awkward is is that we don't. We don't see um, Mega Man Fusion Rush like we do because he's wearing the um, the Rush adapter armor. For Mega Man. Oh, 6, you're right. Which we see him merge into that in, in the book, but then like huh. the case then was turning yellow. So, but that's a small point. But I'm just like, where's why? Why is the Rush? Why is he wearing the Rush adapter? You know, I mean, where I, is I guess, Rush? Is Rush anywhere near here? Rush should be in the storyline. Rush should be in this fight somewhere. But yeah, we don't really. Huh. I think in the opening. 
This is completely ruined for me. Well, you, 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 in the opening splash pages, you see Mega Man riding Rush. Yeah. But that may be the last time we see him in the, in like the artwork. I'm sure he's around doing stuff. Because he's already merged or something? <laughs> he's already dead. <laughs> My dog is dead! But, um... Yeah, you know, there's you know what this is, and I you know this there's some dialogue here, which reminds me of an episode of Justice League Unlimited where Sigma's kind of strangling X and goes, Did you honestly think you could stop me with your pitiful power? And Sonic goes, Actually, yes, but in the off chance we couldn't, we got the super states. <laughs> which reminds me of an episode where of oh, Justice League where um Lex Sleuth was making a robot to like put like the, the Amazer? Kind of. He's he's making a robot to um to merge with. Because, oh, because was this he's Brainiac? Being, Spoiler alert! Sorry, but oh. he's been he's been controlled by Brainiac. He wants to make a new body for himself. And a man, the water goes up. Like this, like ray gun, like destroys the robot. Mm. And then Peter goes, arrogant cow. Did you honestly think you could defeat me? And she goes, actually, yeah. But the off chance I couldn't. And it just cuts to the Justice League behind her. <laughs> and Flash just goes, ta-da! I remember that, and that that was like a really great season finale too. That, Where, that was like, the best. That was really good. We'll say, we'll say that for the young, for the just the the people, the kids that haven't watched that yet. And it's then on backup, Netflix. It's know. on Netflix. Go on, watch it. The the backup is the um, free comic book day. Into the Unknown, where Sonic um, goes through Justice <laughs> Portal and meets Silver. We, we, we talked about this, you know, yeah. in a previous um, episode, so we won't um, repeat ourselves it's now. It's a thing that happens. You know, I'd like, unlike a lot of the other, like, um, let's just tack on an extra story, mm-hmm. not everyone would have had access to the free comic day book, yeah. so I actually have no, I have no problems with them, with them doing TJ this. TJ was really annoyed. He was, but he forgets that, like, not everyone, unlike us, not everyone yeah. lives in a comic book shop or a place where they can get access to these free books A lot year. of people are getting this in the mail uh, through subscriptions. Oh, what, 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 the free comic day books? No, the, the main book. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so not everyone, not everyone will, oh, sure, some people just won't care enough to go to the free comic book, you know, not everyone knows about free comic book day, so, unlike, um, unlike last year, I think, you know, they, they put in the end of Genesis, the Genesis epilogue for 250, yeah. I was kind of like, okay, whatever, but, yeah, and I think this, that, this is fine, I'm fine with this, this is, this I, I think the only time they actually did, like, an original thing for it was Mega Man 50, which yeah, was a which, really nice thing. Yeah, the Mega Man Fifty got an original ten-page extra story, mm-hmm. which was really good. But again, um, this story is pretty good. Again, go, go listen to our previous episode about this. No complaints about them putting this in. No, because it, it's fine. Completely fine. And you, you doubters, it's fine. It's fine. Trust us. And then we get to Worlds Unite issue ten, Mega Man mm-hmm. issue fifty-two. Right off the bat, they look so fast, just coming at the page at us, Supersonic and Super Mega Man. Don't you don't you feel that speed when they're just rushing at us? Just like the angle of Sonic's body, the way that the the like the spark or flame goes from him. Like I, I, I he did a really good job with that uh, panel. The artwork's great. I'm trying to find where the okay. So we have Wooji Night Part Twelve: Last Rites, written by Ian Flynn, penciled by Tyson Hesse, inks Jim Amash, colors Matt Holmes, letters Jack Murray, cover by. I guess this cover was um, T Rex and Matt Herms. Hmm. You know what? I guess uh, I guess Spaz didn't do the uh, cover to Part Twelve. That's weird. So we have a super powered variant cover by uh, Reddy Brown, Cover Unite variant by Ben Bates. And so basically, this one just starts with uh, you know Sonic and Mega Man um, going to attack Sigma. 
And then ev- everyone else is just kind of just been... This is a nice gradient in the background. Of what? Of, of like, the sky, where it st- starts off, like, mournful dawn, and then to, like, dark, smoky sky. Like, it's just a really nice coloring choice. Hmm. Which I like, well, Jennifer, do you want to you explain what happens in this issue? So, what happens is... Uh, Sigma is Super Sigma, and he has to fight Super Sonic and Super Mega Man. It's very super. Uh, but, no, what happens is Mega Man and Sonic are fighting Sigma, and Sigma's like, Ha! I'm a god, guys! <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, crud. We better round up the troops and get out of here, because Nicole says that reality's dying. <laughs> So everyone's like, oh man, we have to evacuate. Yeah. Well, basically, we have to assume something like a Mega Man will win. We're going to get back to our own worlds. Well, and it's like at this point, they're like, wow, we might not even be able to save this combined world. Um, Me- Mega Man X, even though he's not fighting Sigma, has a nice leadership role. Yeah. Uh, so he's, he's kind of the Duke leading the uh, rest of the G.I. Joes. Yeah. <laughs> And <clears throat> meanwhile, we get more of the Xander Payne, Wily Eggman uh, scene where they finally get to the Master Emerald. Hugs all around, except for Xander Payne. Did you say Master Emerald? Master Engine? <laughs> it's all the same, right? Same thing. It's exactly the same. It's the same thing. It's a giant green gem. I'm not sure why they call it the Master Engine, Paul. Um, I, you know what? This issue, I think, better than the, like, the last 11... We get to see Mega Man and Sonic having fun together. Fun together, like playing with each other. Like Sonic is making fun of Mega Man and his beautiful. See that the thing about this though is that for it, it's built as a sequel to Worlds Collide. Yeah, and I knew it added in more characters, but Mega Man and Sonic have very little page time together. That and that really bumps bumps me out because I really like this last issue because. Um, Mega Man's just, like, so, uh, uh, Sonic's just like, wow, man, did you want to blow up the planet while you were blowing up Sigma? And Mega Man's like, oh, man, did I go too far? And so <laughs> Sonic's just poking him, like, <laughs> listen, listen to this, this guy. Stuff. I thought there's a moment in the page before where um, Sigma was going, X and Zero could never truly stop me. What makes you think you catch the skulls? For starters, just like runs up and smacks him in the face <laughs> <and> faster. <laughs> I like that. I really like those moments. Oh, I mean, and just Sonic and Mega Man, shockingly, reading this issue, I feel like they were missing from the last, the last, uh, like, 11, and, but this is just a blast. You get, uh, I love Sonic doing, like, his in-air spin dash, his arms With are his out. arms out. That's I awesome. love that. That's and then awesome. he kicks, he kicks him in the face and kicks him to uh, Mega Man to give him a, a blast. And just a slightly smaller shot this time, kid. Smart Alec. <laughs> it's just, they they seem like the best of friends, and this is kind of like what you always wanted their relationship to be. It's like you want you want, uh, you want want Sonic and... I, I want Sonic and Mario to beat the crud out of each other, because I, I think Sonic should, should beat Mega Man. I mean, uh, beat Mario up. Watch Death Battle then. You'll get everything you want and more. Everything I wanted. And then uh, Sigma has his Unicron moment where he's like, I am a god now! I am a... You cannot destroy my destiny! <laughs> and of course, he blows up. Kaboom. Kaboom. And 
They're I like... Loved, Sonic has a great line, though. So full, Geneva would be conqueror. Maybe he would have lasted longer with a mustache. <laughs> <sighs> it's just... It's it's things like this that, you know, make this series and, make, like, show that Ian Flynn is such a great is, writer, what, What's you know? weird is that, like, this... It, one of the strongest issues. Yeah. But it's like, I, I wanted this for 12 issues. I know. You know? It's... I know. I mean, again, I... I looking back, you know, we, we haven't finished this story yet, but like, I think Worlds Unite should have been eight issues. Yeah, really. You know, remove the Deadly Six, not needed. Make the uh, go into different worlds, the the spin-off books, and I think it would have been it would have been a more enjoyable figure. It'd have been less, less just boring crap. I mean, there. I mean, if somehow it could have been, we just fi- follow Sonic and Mega Man for six issues. And then have like a separate mini series, like collecting people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would have been a lot more enjoyable all the way through. Yeah, it's still enjoyable, and I still like it. It's still worth picking it up. Buy five copies, um, but it's like this is so overwhelmingly better than what <laughs> came before. And so they're staring at the still destroyed war uh, world, being like. Huh, I thought things would get better after we beat uh, Sigma. Well, yeah, and then um, basically everyone, like, Knights' power loops aren't working, none of the other, mm. anyone else is doing will work, and then kind of like um, worlds collide. Someone goes like, there we go, we'll just do cash control again. Whatever, it's all good. It's all good. I've never heard this um, explanation of chaos control either, that it's like superpowered dreams or something. Yeah, well, I mean, there's also a thing in the last issue where that's how he explains what the Chaos Emeralds are. They're like, yeah. powered, but you have to want something, and then you can get it. And I'm like... Dragon Balls? I, I've never heard that explanation in the games before yet. They don't... Oh. To be fair, in the games, they have they have never really given that. They're just powerful objects who do anything. You, know, you can do a lot yeah. of different stuff. But like, I've never heard the explanation. I'd love to... Maybe, I'm sure there's some, like, that's what some of the Sega was like, that's what yeah. they do, so they say that. But like, I've never heard that in a game before. I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm just like I, I don't know where this comes from in my uh, in my experience with the franchise. I, fran- franchises, delicious franchises. Because yeah. <laughs> because like if you think about it, that's what a chaos control is. So whenever Shadow uses chaos control, he's like, I want to move really really fast. I want to move really really fast. I I dream of teleporting. I want to go back in time exactly fifty years. Okay. <laughs> His dreams are weird, man. I would have dreamed for a pony. <laughs> she should have like five ponies by now. So chaos control doesn't work, which doesn't make sense because it's dreams, right? None of this makes any sense, dude. And then we cut to Eggman and Wiley, and then the machine is done. I love that they're both just like woo, we won! Our fists up, and then Xander Payne betrays them. Oh no! There's a great moment. With, um, he pulls out a gun and he goes, where did you get that gun? I told the fox and the walrus that I needed one. <laughs> I like I like the idea that either Tails or Rotor made a gun for them. Well, no, it's like, it goes, I told the fox and the walrus that one of the robot masters needed it. And that everyone was so busy fighting Sigma, no one was, no one, you know, no one was like, no. So, okay, take a gun. <laughs> Go, please. It's so weird that they have, like, just guns to give, but... I, I imagine you would have to. 
Well, see, I, I like this moment because, like, Stan the Pain is kind of, he's kind of crazy and he is, he's kind of a zealot. Mm-hmm. But at, at the, and this is what makes him a, a kind of compelling villain. At, at the root of it, he, in his own twisted mind, he is doing what he thinks is best because yeah. he, he's had visions of the world, you know, when he went, when he saw visions of the Mega Man X future, he's mm-hmm. like, robots will kill us all. I, I can't I can't do this I, I've got I've got to fix things I've got uh, like he's he's got this mission that mm. he believes is right which because it, it started with just he hates robots because he let man blew his eyeball out yeah but now it's like I've seen the real dangers of these robotics so like it's and again it's like the way he goes about this completely wrong yeah and like illegal but he like, thinks like, he's a hero he's like which again those may I mean so, sometimes people just being evil can be fun like like yeah. man or Millstone <clears throat> sometimes you want it's want someone a bit more complex like Zan the Pain. You know, which again, yeah. probably one of him and Detective Stearns are the best original ideas I did. In, I um, love the Ian's additions to Mega Man. That's why that's why the Mega Man book is my yeah. favorite book. It's it's R.I.P. Mega Man. Um, and then um, uh, Dan the Pain is like, no, we ain't we ain't doing this. He shoots through time to kill Sigma before this whole thing starts. Pretty much, and and that again that causes a um, that kind of undoes a paradox type of thing. Well, like, yeah. Basically, that means everyone everyone goes back to where they were before it started. Guess what, guys? You read 12 issues and none of this happened. Well, you know what's, you know what's weird is that Ian had said, unlike Worlds Collide, this was going to be in continuity. Which technically it was, but then again, if you pull this at the end of it, it's like, what was the point? Yeah. I, well, I, 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 see, I, the one nice thing is Mega Man remembers. Yeah. At least Mega Man, Eggman, well, so Wily, and Sonic so remember. Which I, I don't get. I don't understand why it's just those four. Well, oh, Styx remembers too. Sorry. <laughs> and, well, that's what happened. And again, I, I knew exactly how it would end with Styx. We all knew yeah. how that was coming. But um, just, I don't understand. Well, like, at the end of Worlds Collide, so certain people like people remembered and then they started not remembering. Although, that's something we brought up in, in Act 1. Like, Sonic remembers everything, but in the book he was like, he did, but then they, they have lost their memories, and it's like, yeah. it's kind of, I don't get what happened there, but okay. I don't understand why not everyone else remembers. You know, I mean, there's a moment where, you know... The well, first, I understand, I, I, I think it's... <sighs> I will say that... Eggman and, and Wily, I would understand the most, because... They were there. They were there. Sonic and Mega Man weren't. Maybe it's because they were super... Maybe. But I like the fact that the first thing Sonic does is uh, call up Shadow. Yeah. Which, I'll be you, I, I thought, I mean, um, I, I thought that in the last arc, then we would have Shadow just appear again. Yeah. You know, like... Oh, he was I, actually dead. It was like, I use Chaos Control to save us. What are you, stupid? But like, no. They flat out murdered Team Dark. That, that, is, that is dark. Like, I don't like that at all. But yeah, I'm like... And wow. again, we should say that was forced on Ian. That was yeah. not part of Ian's original pitch for that story. But yeah, they they flat out murdered Team Dark in arc one of the story. I love that. I love that Shadow's just super annoyed. It's like, why wouldn't this. I be? Like, leave me alone, you waste of time. You know? You mean we're not friends? <laughs> what? Yes. I like when we go to um, Eggman and Cuba go, should we uh, move ahead on your plans to uh, invade the Lost Hex? Um, no, 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 that's, that's not. I like at least at this point that we can have a Lost World adaptation not hindered by this that, that story. Is, that is the one saving grace. Yeah. That we can hopefully get a proper Lost World where they don't have to 
do all that stupid stuff that they did in, in Act Two. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then, and then we get things like you know Wiley is still um, is still you know kidnapped by uh, Mister X, and uh, Ro and Mega Man just drives back because again um, at the start of this he was just driving into town to get some like batteries or something. Yeah. And he comes home, and it, it ends with again. I said this was how it would end. I knew it would. It ends with uh, sticks uh, telling you know, boom, something tells Knuckles and Amy about the entire story. And uh, comedy chimp and uh, fastidious beaver are just quivering. Yeah, I thought there's a moment where sticks goes, "You guys believe me, right?" And Sonic goes, "Oh sure, I tune gold and fly around all the time." And then since boom, when? Yeah, boom, Knuckles. Um, since when? I um I just can't wait until in the Boom universe he becomes super, and then they're like, "Oh man, that could happen. That could happen." This last page, what does this mean? Well, it ends with um, and then uh, Amy was just like, "How do you suppose what happened to everyone else?" And Six goes, oh, "I figured everyone got blasted back to the homeworld. They probably don't remember it all because of the time travel wibbly wobbly." Which you can't miss with the gooey essence of everything like that about changes happening, you know. I bet there's still some Genesis portals out there, and there's probably even more worlds to explore. And I bet you in the middle of it, some sort of nexus. What does that mean? What are we? What? What does that mean? Tell me, Gareth. You know these things. My thing is, and this is what my interpretation of this. You know, like how they're saying uh, there's more Genesis portals because there are still because as the uh, next um, as we'll find out in the next episode of Sonic says the next universe arc is about silver dealing with, with um, portals yeah so there are still portals out, out there to, to do that and when it says in the middle of it is some sort of nexus um, to go back to, to Turtles Forever for a moment that was a movie about the turtles going to different there's multiple multiverses of mm-hmm. different turtle dimensions but at the center of it was Turtles Prime blah 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 so there's my a... my thing. Mm. My thing is, and we have to ask our Ian for this, but I, I my thing is this world we're looking at is game Sonic. Okay, that's my interpretation. Like this, I mean, it's not you can't really tell from the artwork very well, but I'm just like because of what Stick says and some sort of nexus. My thing is that is just that is pure game. That is that is Sega game canon world. See, I almost thought it was like a mishmash of worlds in the middle oh, maybe. But, maybe, but that doesn't make sense because it just looks like a planet right also again the fact that there's like a, there's like there's, for some reason the old spark is flying around twice like I don't get maybe it's not, not the game world but it's that it's that cube thing that those uh, Borgs fly around in Star Trek we should be assimilated yeah, we'd have to we'd have to ask Ian Flynn but that is the end of of worlds um, unites um, Jonathan you want to maybe sum up your thoughts this was the best arc. Like, this is the arc to pick up if you just want to have fun. Like, this is probably the most positive, happy episode we've had during mm-hmm. the, this crossover. So, if you picked up on that, you know, pick up these issues. Uh, you'll you'll have you'll have fun with this because um, it's just four issues of fun. The battle book is fun, 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 fun. Until the daddy takes the T-bird away. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I think um, issue for issue, these four are the strongest. I, I still maintain, I think, the first two should have been the uh, spin-off books. Mm. But, you know, as I said, this is the strongest arc. Um, the lot, I mean, I, 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 I'd be almost tempted 
to say just skip arc two and go from one to three. You may not understand yeah. everything, but listen to Sonic says. And... Yeah, which... but buy the issues. <laughs> buy multiple copies of the issues. Don't read it. Just buy them. That's what I do. <laughs> you think I read any of this? No, I just bought it. I bought it. I put it on my pillow and slept on it, and it just like absorbed it. Through osmosis, it just merged into your brain. Like, that's why I'm not actually flipping through the books. It's just stuck to the back of my head. <laughs> but yeah, I would um, greatly recommend uh, these issues. Um, as a whole, I think from what we said, from arcs one and two, Worlds Unite, not as strong as Worlds Collide. Mm-hmm. Not r- like For me, Worlds Collide is one of the best arcs of any book I've read. I love Worlds Collide so much. It's probably my favorite single story because it is, it is you know I had two franchises that I, I love yeah. you know and it just putting them in a way that, that was fun and that's the, that's the problem with World Unite there's a it, like Arc 2 especially is lacking fun yeah it's just there's, there's you know there's action and violence but there's no sense of enjoyment or fun from anything which is a bit I mean even again we go back to it in uh, the Worlds Collide but every time they face a new threat there's jokes and there's fun yeah. you know not, not so much here, unfortunately. Oh, poor baby. Poor baby. But you know, it's, you know. Um, again, I don't, I don't want to dissuade people from, from reading it. Um, but again, this this arc, amazing artwork. Yeah, uh, it's, it's beautiful. In um, I felt I, I, arc two. You know, I don't want to trash Ian, but I don't think his writing was as strong in that arc. Well, it was it slow. Here. It was it was it was padded. It, you could, it was so much more. It was expanded to four issues. It probably could have been one or two. I think the whole arc should have been eight issues. Yeah, because there's not there's not enough story for twelve. There's not. It should have been eight issues. I don't know. I I think you could have. I don't know about I don't know about twelve. Twelve is a long time. Not many. I I don't feel like a lot of stories are like anymore do well with. I don't think. I'll wager to say that twelve issues is way too long for any story. I, I thought it 12, worked, I thought it worked, for, was, it worked you know, for Collide. Collide. It, it perfect for Collide. But I don't, like, I don't think it works very well um, with anything. Like, you know, Crisis in Infinite Earths, that's a, that's a classic. But 12 issues, there's, like, there's, there's a lot of going on all the time. And then, you know, it's like, there's a lot of, like, back steps and stuff. Mm. So it's like, I, I feel like if you want to tell a story... Eight is the maximum, and you know you want to make a story concise, and you know you want to have everything in there be something, mean something, do something for your audience. And I think that those middle four issues didn't really hit those type of things all the time. Mm-hmm. But this last arc, like every page, yes, yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, so yeah, may- maybe when we get, um, maybe we we'll do we we'll do an upcoming episode where we have. Bobby and TJ would do maybe a retrospective of maybe this possibly if we actually we won't that's a terrible idea let's not do that we, we spent I don't know we spent far too much time talking about I want to get back tonight. to the main continuity man and we will speaking of next issue we will be back to um, talk about the final RIP issue of Sonic Boom the uh, next um, universe art the uh, Silver Age mm-hmm. and the uh, next original song the Hedgehog book uh, so we'll see you again uh, very soon I've been FTA I'm Jonathan thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time ready go
you for listening to an FTCR podcast. Please subscribe and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. <laughs>